0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Bitches, Witches, and Queers, a podcast dedicated to those who have left religion behind and are now seeking to rebuild their lives through self-exploration, play, and spirituality. I, your host, Christina Carlson, am an embodiment and intuition coach. I work with Bitches, Witches, and Queers to discover their own worth and value and learn how to trust themselves to create the lives they want. I'm an experimenter by nature, so this podcast, like my life, is an offering in flux. What you find here will be diverse and hopefully interesting. One thing you can know for sure is that we will get good and curious here. Welcome.
1: Okay, so I saw you posting about the Beautiful You Inspiration Day, and
2: you went to this beautiful, like, pond, lake, Watering hole of a kind, I don't know. And you were topless with multiple other beautiful humans around you, and you were the only one. And there was something so resonant to me in that, and I just love it so much. And I would love to hear
0: what that experience was for you. (laughs) Yeah, I'm so glad you asked. Um, I so I like I had this, um, like, there's so many layers of this because, like, I, when I was in Bible college, I went on a lot of hikes in Hawaii. I went, or Hawaii. I went to, um, in Kauai and lived there and hiked like all the time and, like, but was very, like, conservative and insecure and, like, you know, hid my body. Like, all kinds of things were going on there. But I went on this hike once and it was like, Another eight miles of this hike would have been, like, at a nudist colony. So, like, the waterfall that we hiked to, there was, like, a group of, like, naked people in the waterfall. And then they, like, walked back naked. And and I would, like, my friends were like, oh, my God, oh my, you know. And I was like, someday I want to do that. And it's, like, it's not okay, oh but, like, like, I thought that it wasn't okay because it wasn't okay. But I was like, why is that not okay? Like that was Eve in the garden, you know, that. <laughs> in yes. my, in my mind, I was already like, it makes no sense to me that this is not okay. I love this. So when we were, um, we were going to take a hike, Devin and I had planned on taking a hike. Um, and then we invited everyone along and we figured out we were going to go to a waterfall. I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to bring it. a top. I'm just not. <laughs> So this hike was amazing. It was like really wild. Like we had to climb and slide down. Yes. It was nuts. And it was so fun. I I feel like I was part spider monkey. Like I was just like hanging off of trees. And like, (laughs) there's one video I think Devin got of me saying like, trees are my best friends. (laughs) Yes. It was like it was really it was really special and fun. And then we got there, I was like, uh, "Is anyone going to be offended if I take my top off?" And they were like, "No." And I was like, "Cool," um, because I didn't bring a top to swim in. I, I just had a t-shirt that I bought from like the store earlier that morning to hike in, and um, yeah, it just it was it was great. I like got in. I asked um, Sam, who brought a camera. I was like, "Can you take some pictures of me?" And um, she was like, yeah. And so she took some photos of me in the water. And then everyone else was like, I want some. And so (laughs) she ended up taking pictures of everyone in the water. And everyone was just like getting to join in that fun. And I was like, that's so amazing. There was like all kinds of other people around as well. Um, But I just, I was just like, this feels fine and good to me. So I'm going to stay this way.
2: You felt like so settled, like just even like your energy, like seeing like the photos and like even the video. Like, there was no, and I'm like blanking on the word, but like that, that, oh, I need to cover, like that, that, you know, that feeling that we had where that was not okay, but why not?
0: And it wasn't
2: there in your face, in your body language. You, you like literally felt like the embodiment of freedom. And it was in the most, simple way like it was just really stunning to witness and so I feel so
0: honored I, that you,
1: what
2: I, as soon as I saw that I'm like we have got to talk about this <laughs> to like what it was just magical I mean I was vicariously living through you the whole weekend but that was like oh there was just there was something about that, and I love that you got the documentation of that, and that you were with other humans who were there witnessing you too again, not saying you did by yourself, but you did with other people. I just yeah it was really beautiful.
0: thank you so much. I really appreciate you saying that i feel I feel seen in that because that's exactly how it felt it was It was like i this I love being in places where I surprise myself. <laughs> that's one of my favorite things. And this weekend was a lot of that. Um, I have in the past felt a lot of nervousness around speaking publicly. And I actually just had fun this time. I felt like I could do this for another hour. Like, what else do you want to ask me? Like, it was so, so fun. I didn't feel the sensation of like, this isn't me. I actually felt in my body. And that was really all I needed to feel to be safe. And mm, I could go off on that because the reason that I haven't felt safe my whole life is because I was disconnected from my body. And I thought that my body was dangerous and bad. And this weekend, and especially that experience of being in the waterfall was, was not the reclamation. It was the climax of an entire 10 years worth of work. From the moment that I experienced that with someone else the first time. It was like, yes, this is this is not new. This is who I've always been. And it is easy to be me with people or not. It's so much easier to be me than to try anything else. Yeah. it was so fun you would have I wish you would have been there like it was very I I thought of you so many times I was like everyone would adore Catherine like <laughs> Catherine would adore everyone like it was just such an incredible it was routine. so
2: cool to like witness the pictures so when you talk about the speaking I would love to hear because I know you and Devin did that together mm-hmm. and who interviewed you I can't Julie. remember. Julie, Julie was up there with Julie
0: Parker okay. yeah
2: And so I've seen so many pictures. I'm like, wait, whose face was in those two? (laughs) Um, So, and what a beautiful interviewer, like the questions and what like she like draws out of you is just magical. So like, okay, talk about that experience from the ask to Mm. be this person, to come on and like speak here to getting to Hawaii and then actually doing the thing. And then, yes. the after of like, "Oh my gosh, I did it, like, <laughs> like what was that?
0: yay, thanks for asking <laughs> um, it was in June, I believe I um or maybe just before then, I was in a session with Julie. um we were doing energy work, and um, it was around my voice, and it was around um me being able to say and speak and say what's like within me in all kinds of different areas. But like, I was, I was just realizing that at the time that I liked leading workshops and I liked talking and I liked being invited in to talk and, um, I guess there had already been a conversation going and complete. She was already planning (laughs) on asking me, but she didn't until the end of this session. And she like, she didn't lead about the voice or anything. That was like all my internal energy. And she's like, you were not even going to believe what I was going to ask you anyway. I was like, what?
2: (laughs) Oh my word. Talk about synchronicity and magic. Oh my goodness.
0: Yeah. And I was just like, I like you know I'm a splenic projector so it was an immediate yes and she was like you know take your time and let me know and I think I emailed her like less than 24 hours later and was like I didn't need to think about this I'm in (laughs) (laughs) but it was like it was one of those things and Madison Morgan talks about this a lot like when you are growing and like trusting your self-worth and trusting yourself to be seen there's this thing that happens where like something really good happens and the feeling isn't like why me or like you know it's not terror it's like of course
1: yeah
0: like it just it makes energetic sense and that that's sort of how this felt like it's such an honor to get to speak and i felt like it was time and so like i think that was in june and then i've had I've had, like, um, no practice speaking in between then. and I, like, I did my podcast, and, you know, I talk, like, every day to my friend Eli and, like, have a couple other, like, you know, I'm talking on my podcast, like, with Audra and, like, interviewing and stuff. It's not like I'm not using my voice. But um, I was really curious as to how, like, the actual experience was going to go. I planned so much and, like, talked so much about the subjects. But what I realized is like if if I am like caring and thinking about a question and thinking about those answers and like kind of sitting with those things, when someone asks me something about it, it's very easy for me to respond from the recesses of all the thoughts that I've had on that thing. And so it just felt like just felt like being interviewed, except I had a microphone, which honestly made my voice sound kind of cool. So I was like, oh, that's fun. (laughs) <laughs> i love this i sound like amazing right now <laughs> let me do this more that just you just want me to talk you through the rest of the day <laughs> uh yeah i was i was nervous excited until thursday night and um i the beautiful youth staff invited those of us who were speaking to um go to like a happy hour the night before and um you're gonna love this because it's something that you said um I I was <laughs> I was in a conversation with uh Joe and Laura and Julie about about speaking and they were giving me like encouragement and like Joe especially was saying like because she's a, a speaking coach and She was saying, it's like, you know, as a projector, she's like, I love working with projectors because they're working with the energy of the audience. It is a back and forth conversation, even if that's not how a lot of people present it. But when you take down the barrier of like, I'm speaking and you're the audience, like if you take that away and you're actually having a conversation, you can have the same dynamic as you would in an interview because you are like, you're communicating and there doesn't have to be a hierarchy there. So I was like sitting with that and like going back to my hotel room and like having had these amazing conversations. And I was like, these people are going to be around me in this experience. I'm going to be talking to beautiful you coaches. Like I, it's like, this is going to be so fun. These people ask questions. They want to hear answers. They, they want to listen. Like they are just like, it's going to be so fun. So I got really excited. But the thing that tipped me over to like a revolutionary edge was both you and Leona messaged me on Instagram that like, we're thinking about you. We're like, you know, sending you our love and prayers. And you said, you said, I hope you like something, something, may you revel in the invitation. And I was like, Fuck. <laughs> I had to lay down. I was like, <laughs> Oh my God, that's fucking it. And I could not, I could not stop thinking about it. I was like, I'm invited. I have you been inv- are. I was invited. Like for some reason that hadn't like occurred to me in in particularly that way. And I was like, this is going to be so good because I was invited. Yes. What?
1: <laughs> yes, you were.
0: And then after it was, it was just like such um, incredibly positive, like supportive people, you know, like, talking to beautiful you coaches. is just so fun. Um, <laughs> everyone. Yes. Yes. The best. So everyone was like super encouraging and nice. And then it just felt like, like now let's, now let's party. Like now let's really just like celebrate the magic of everything. And there was just so many beautiful conversations that happened after that. And I, I'm currently figuring out ways to get on more speaking spaces and use my voice because, because that was absolutely delightful.
2: I love that. And what, like, what the most incredible first speaking experience (laughs) ever.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, it's funny. I'm glad you said that because I, and I don't know if this it was like this for you, but like leaving religion, I left a lot of things behind. Like I left my skills, I left what I learned. I was just like, I fucking have to start over. Um, But in the past year, particularly, I've realized that I learned a lot of skills that are coming back to me now that I'm in my body to practice them. I have mm. taught classes in front of a, a student body. I have led bible studies i've led discussion groups i've like made announcements i've given wedding speeches like there, there's st- i took a class on speaking in college so i gave speeches then i took debate in high school mm-hmm. like there's places that i have used my voice that i just kind of was just like it's not the same which yeah. it's it's not but there's a lot of skill that came that like my body does remember that's good that when I'm like in my body, it's like, Oh yeah. Like, I forgot about that.
2: You're like, you've done this before. Yeah. Like, it's a different. And it's like, you were, you were doing the actions before, but it was not me doing a movement. It wasn't yeah. really, but now you're like, cool. I've actually done the movement pieces, but now it's about integrating the me that I know yeah, And bringing that into the movement and yeah, how cool that you have those skills that you kind of disassociated and like let go of. Because there's also something really beautiful about that. I think when we can make a clean cut somewhere and simply just be with ourselves,
1: mm, then yeah.
2: as things integrate back in, they're actually like true and real, like they're our flavor of it. Yeah. And so that's what it feels like that you've embodied that you had the practice of these ideas and theories and skills like Mm -hmm. from a learned perspective Mm -hmm. but now you've learned
0: you what a a
1: line
0: (laughs) yes now you've learned you and that's that's the ballet that that you can't learn in theory (laughs) exactly which this might be recorded at a separate time. So if you don't know that reference, please listen to the podcast episode where I introduce Catherine to the world in a very easeful manner. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah.
2: But you have like you've learned you. Like, Mm -hmm. like listening to you talk about what it meant to be on that waterfall, listening to the experience from the being invited in to speak, to use your voice, to the actual using of your voice. Like you feel so landed, like from, from your words to your energetics, to your body, like there's just this like really like relaxed and present nature about you from seeing the photos, seeing the videos, but then also hearing you reflect it back. Like it's just all together. It feels so congruent.
0: Yeah, and when you're saying that, you're like, it feels it feels landed. I'm like, yes, yes, it does. Like you are, you're seeing me very clearly right now. That is exactly how it feels. It, um, I left for Hawaii having graduated devoted energy coaching school, right? That was the thing that happened before I left. Um, the next day, the podcast was, you know, nominated, uh, nominated or a finalist. And I was like, ah! but like I, w- I went to Hawaii and I I came back uh, a public speaker, a certified energy life coach and a certified life coach. And like all of that happened while I was there. And there is there it, it has been integrated already. Like, it does not feel like a stretch. None of it does. It feels like, just like, like, I just, I feel like a different person, but not in the way that you think. Like, it's not in a, it's not in a way of like, I'm a different person and now I need to integrate these things. I have new skills. It's like, I'm a different person because I feel like I'm, I'm just here. <laughs>
2: You're a different person because you've actually integrated what you already know, knew to be true.
0: Yeah. What was already there has, yeah. has landed in my cells. Maybe it was the waterfall water.
2: But also I'm thinking and I'm feeling about this idea of this is the magic of being a projector and seeing yourself first, <laughs> right? Like yeah. you, you had to see yourself fully in all of your magic to be... That splenic, absolutely yes to Julie's invitation,
0: mm-hmm. right?
2: And then everything else has trickled from there.
0: Yeah, I'll I'll even take that a, st- a step further. The reason that I had the opportunity to work with Julie is because I I messaged her in video and asked her something absolutely absurd. <laughs> It was like I think it was uh, April, maybe. I sent her a, a video message asking her for a way, like a ridiculous request, and I was like, "Feel free to say no," but I feel like I can trust you to say no to me. Um, I'm just going to be bold and ask this, and it was a no. And how about this? That divine mm-hmm. negotiation of needs and desires, yeah. And we were able to meet a need for each other, and that is like being able to see myself and trust that and be safe within myself to make a ridiculous request of someone a bold request a bold request a wildly bold request has has such um it feels so much clearer to me to to be able to ask for something and that that's continued to be that's continued to be something that I'm gonna be like working with. Like I wanna talk about boldness more because there there's like this timidity within our experience for those of us who are socialized as girls, that we're not supposed to like be bold or loud. And like we talk about the too much and the loud, but the bold
2: has a different frequency.
0: It does. And it's something that like I've always I like, I I specifically remember like going up to someone. I think it was like in junior high, and I was just like, and they were like, "You're bold," and it was like a really negative thing. And I was like, "Oh," but like I didn't. I it was like I had mixed feelings about it after that. And so it's taken me some time to like come back to it. But like I don't really care if it makes other people feel uncomfortable because it makes me feel clear with other people Mm. like it gives me clarity yeah to to ask for what I'm wanting and to to name it then I know where you go ahead
2: how wild that asking for what we need and like speaking our wants and needs is defined as bold I know
1: (laughs) it's so basic
2: like you know (laughs) at the same time I I feel boldness in you like Mm. Because boldness has this particular flavor to me. There's this there's this life, but like a, like a richness and, and an intentionality and a purpose. And And I feel that in you in the boldness, like too much, or, you know, the other things that we talk about. I've been noticing this thing where I'm noticing things that happen internally and externally too much feels like an external perception, Mm. whereas boldness to me is rooted from within. So there's like that difference of Mm. when we perceive that we're too much or we're told that we're too much, it is that it is an external perception that's either happening to us or we're making happen to us, right? Like we're thinking someone thinks we're too much, but again, it's outside of us into us. But boldness is like, I am, I am like, it's an, I am inward. So then I may be outward. And I see you live that. Like, you don't just talk about it.
0: <laughs> I want to, I want to say like you describing that as like a separate <laughs> clip for you to use because that was fucking incredible. <laughs> I've not, I've not seen it that way. Thank you for that. You're, you're absolutely right. It is because it even is.
2: how you speak and how you show up and you talk on your reels or your talking story or your incredible way of talking about how people are like what was what were the words? Like, like let go of a story or old story or whatever and you The just, rappers. Yeah. <laughs> but you there's a clarity, like what you said, about like the boldness gives you clarity and like that clarity is felt.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So it's not this, I mean, I, when I think of bold from a thinking perspective from a head and and we hear people talk about it, I feel like often there's this idea that it's abrasive or, Mm. you know, there's judgment around it, whether it's self-judgment or, you know, judgment from others or whatever that might be, but there's, there is a rootedness in your boldness. There is a clarity and,
1: Mm. and it's like. It's in spurts, not that you're not always bold, but you're not just
2: loud and out there with every single thing, every single moment, all of the time, thinking that that's what it means to be bold. Hmm. You're simply living and then you speak. And when you speak, it is bold. And then when you live and you go topless in the waterfall, it is bold. And, and all of that is simply rooted in the fact that you are. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I'm just receiving this from you because it feels really nice to um, to be seen that way. Thank you. Okay. I I feel all of that very deeply because I don't. I actually don't feel like I can speak or do do things well anymore unless it is from inside. Like it feels like so much effort. To try and do something that's not coming from inside, yeah. It just it feels different. We were funny story. I think it was the Saturday night. So we we did an excessive amount of like mo- movement on Saturday. That was the <laughs> waterfall day. It was like it was only like a two point eight mile hike, but it was it was like uh, it looked vertical and like it was just yeah there was ropes to hang on to there was like trees everywhere trees beautiful trees that would like you know let you swing down (laughs) but then we decided to go dancing that night because it was the last night for a lot of people um I think there was only four of us that ended up going dancing but we like we got there we got in we had a great time for like the first like 30 minutes and we danced and um really got into it and then we were kind of like okay we're ready to go let's wait for like one more song and like a song that we could like we couldn't we kept waiting and it, it didn't like happen and so then we were like okay well it's whatever let's do like one more song and so we like went out into the dance floor and I was like yeah no I'm gonna go <laughs> and I just left and everyone was like yeah okay <laughs> and left. but it, it was it was like it was like the the feeling of like let's rally without the desire to. <laughs> yes. It was external and I was like, Yeah, I'm not doing that. But then you were like, No. And then you Yeah, yeah. You and then then you know. And it's like it's it's like there's so much freedom and just being like, Yeah, that was that was trying too hard for me right now.
2: <laughs> well, and circling back to your projectorness and like your splenic knowing your your boldness is in line with that splenic nature where mm-hmm. it is a knowing and you know something and you either know it as a yes or you know it as a no and then you're like okay and then you make your decision based on that but there's there's a boldness in that i am also a splenic projector and i have my moments when i totally live by that yes and that no but it mm. does require that clarity that landedness groundedness knowing who I am mm. and there are moments where we all find ourselves in spaces where we get a little you know swirly or confused or are like, you
0: feeling swirly
2: <laughs> but you know like I it, do, is, it yes. is like it is an actual swirling feeling where you're yeah. like where am I I'm not here I am and How can you act boldly? How can you live in that splenic knowing if you're swirling?
0: And so it's not landed. It's like the opposite of landing. It's like we're circling to land, but you're not landing.
2: Yes. Yes. And so until you really like let yourself land, that boldness doesn't even have anywhere to go. Mm. And so you being fully landed in who you are really gives your your bold nature like it creates the pathway Mm.
0: yeah you're bringing me a lot of clarity even in this conversation like one one beautiful one beautiful thing I talked about this uh, past week with some friends was like there's uh nope I lost it damn it It'll come back. It'll go. It'll come back if it needs to. (laughs) But yeah, landing and like finding a way to land and move through, like a place for that boldness to go is is so necessary. Otherwise, it just adds to the chaos of like the swirling, and then you don't you don't know what to do with any of it. But I think it takes like the the past seven months through devoted energy coaching school has been like rest into the process of swirling so that you can land it's like you have to like trust that that things will land and follow one thing after the other follow the breadcrumbs as they say like to find to find the possibilities for for landing
2: yeah and I remember one of your big things that you talked about so much was the leaning back and I feel like so i even think about from like a physical standpoint if you get dizzy and you are swirling if you lean back yeah like the, the like the dizziness goes away mm-hmm. and it it either completely dissipates or it's like it's less and so you have a bit more like spatial awareness of what is happening mm-hmm. and so that that lesson and that invitation for you to lean back has really allowed you to land into you Mm. and
1: your boldness Mm. and you don't just talk about it you actually do it
0: yeah yeah now I do (laughs) (laughs) right Uh, right Uh, (laughs) I'm good it's
2: real easy to talk about these things and like yeah but the actual living is a (laughs)
0: It's such a thing. It is. It's. uh, We're back to ballet. You know, if you haven't listened (laughs) to the episode, come back. (laughs) You can't. You can't just learn in a vacuum. And I. I think like um, a lot of things in my coaching business felt really incongruent to start with because of that. Because I was like, I know all these things in theory. I can talk about them in theory, but like I didn't feel like, am embodied in the way that I do now. And there's still so many ways that and so many things that I want to continue to embody. But I have I have a lot more awareness now of where I'm at in that process and the spaces that I want to continue to grow in while also having a sense of groundedness now. Before I think I was like flying free for a while. <laughs> it's just like I don't really, really know what it means. You know, I yes. just, I just had really great theories that like you can tell when someone is talking in theory versus reality. Cause we tell on ourselves and I'm so glad I did, you know, <laughs>
2: <laughs> but in order to tell on yourself, you have to be honest with yourself. So like circling back around to that self-honesty of, mm-hmm. Yes, like what is the difference in knowing something in theory? What is the difference in actually knowing something? And remembering we all start somewhere. Like at some point like the starting happens in the theory. Like
1: yes. Typically,
2: you know. Yeah. I mean every now and again we have a lived experience that we get and we're like, "Cool, could have used a little theory <laughs> <But> <laughs> before that experience." Thanks. Yeah. Um but like this this learning of what does it mean, you know? to be grounded? What does it mean to be landed? What does it mean to be a projector, a coach, a, you know, any of these things, it starts from a, okay, I think it's this Mm. often, like I'm thinking, I've heard people say, I've seen things in others, I'm noticing stuff. But at some point, the hope is that we all go from that, that thought to the actual like but what is it for me what is it for you
0: yeah and it takes a little bit of boldness to do that process
1: a little just a little just a little
0: (laughs) (laughs) like I think about I think about playing like with kids like kids don't like it's so funny and I know you know this from being a nanny and I know all of you have probably been around a child in your life um but like if you've ever played hide and seek they really don't start understanding it at all. Like you can explain <laughs> it to them, but it's like, they'll hide and then they'll like make noise while they hide. So you can find them I and am. like, it doesn't matter how much you explain it. They're still having fun. It's, it's this boldness of like, I think I have, I think I have it. Let me go. Like, I'm just going to try it. That like allows you to then move into those next stages of like maybe someone stops you in second grade and is like, this isn't really how it's played. Or maybe you, maybe you figure it out based on like what other people are doing. Like there's, there is so much beauty in the, like in the process of jumping in and doing, doing it messily. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's, that's a huge part of my design too, which is why I've just been like, I'm just going to do this. <laughs> figure how to Figure it out as I go. <laughs>
2: And that everyone's messy is different because I feel like so often when you look at people, our perception is that was not a messy experience. Right. Yeah. And so remembering that we all we all have our messes. Mm-hmm. Some of them are things that are shared and some of them aren't. Or some of them no matter the same idea, no matter how much we say it was messy, like it it, it just doesn't land because they're like, There's no way it's not oh, messy. I- oh yes
0: actually there is a way (laughs) I like there's a spot over there on my floor where I lay down and cry periodically because it's hard (laughs) so hard (laughs) yes yeah yeah that's and I think that's really important to note um in like uh what what I was talking about with speaking like there there's like that and this wisdom is coming from a conversation with Joe Parker um So I want to credit her in this, like wanting to get rid of the, like the hierarchy structure between like an audience and someone who's speaking, because that is what made speaking so uncomfortable to me was the idea that I needed to have it all together and needed to have arrived in some way to then have something to say. And there's like two or more things going on there, but like. I do also have to have a lived experience and have to have thought about enough things. And have to have embodied a certain amount of things in order to be able to say something in a communicable way without it being just the theory. And I definitely don't need to have arrived in order to have something to say. Yes. So like both of those things are true and like, neither has anything to do with your worth as a person. And I think those like, there's a lot of stories around like if I didn't get picked, like then I must not be worthy, or like, if this isn't working, then I must not deserve this thing. And it's like that's that's actually like us putting our stories on these experiences to help us make sense of it when in reality, sometimes we just need to go through a process to understand something ourselves or to detach those stories or to just understand a concept more fully. In order to then be able to use that thing and it can be so frustrating to be in the middle of that process speaking from yeah. experience because I will probably be back there a hundred times in my life right. where I'm just like but I want to like I want now yesterday you know whatever <laughs> whatever it is but there is there is such a necessary integrative process to our development and our learning and our our way of being that just continues to go on and on. And it it is just, it is just life. And like, it is not, it is not your worth dictating those things or even your fucking belief in your worth. Just throw the pen down for a moment, okay? This is a very unhelpful thing that, especially, especially for those of us who were raised in very shameful, toxic environments, when we hear my worth needs to be at the level of such and such in order for me to receive such and such, like a manifestation vibe. I'm not against manifestation. But I just want to say that perspective will fuck you up. Because it is the same exact thing as you just need a little more faith. You just need to believe a little bit more. That is not something you can control. It's not something you can just jump ahead of. Like, if you're, again, learning something, you just take your time with it. You have your own fucking process. You're good enough now. It's okay to be where you are. Trying to change your worth or change your belief in your worth is a fucking sideshow
1: that is not necessary. (laughs) That is
2: the best description ever. It is.
1: It I'm so is mad side about side.
2: it. I, yes, I'm like this could be a whole thing. I know I could like feel it rising as you said it. But yes, it's yeah. a sideshow. Yeah, that's totally taking you away from the main show.
0: Yeah, it's it's just it's a distraction from your actual growth and trust in your self worth because yeah. it's it's in the theory. It's all the theory weeds and like. When you're at the point of trying to practice and do something, that's just the theory weeds. Like, move through the grass, get to the lake, and jump in. Theory weeds. I like need this. <laughs> just jump in the lake, like move through the cattails, like it's right there. That's only going to make sense if you're from the Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's. I think. It's really frustrating to me because it it took me a long time of being with being with that and trying to like, but if I only trust my worth, I need to trust my worth, like, I need to increase my trust in my worth so that like, when things come through that I can like have them and it was like, it was this like, huge distraction from the things that actually build your trust in your self worth, which is the doing and the being around people and the trying things. And the healing and the living of the life. (laughs) These are all capital These the, the. (laughs) That are separate chapters in my book. (laughs) Right. Absolutely.
2: And when is it coming out?
0: (laughs) Because I need a copy. Next year. I'm going to call it The Little Book of
1: Bold. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Coming (laughs) soon. Coming soon. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Thanks for listening and for asking me questions. You're welcome. Uh, Thank you all for joining me today. If you are wanting one on one support to help you step into trusting yourself, seeing your own magic, and building the life that you want, you can contact me on my website. The website is below in the show notes. I hope you all have a bitching day.